This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today, we are talking about the mirror, and I probably should have retitled that to call it the mirror and the cloak. However, I will get into that momentarily, but I wanted to start off today's uh, show and talk about a few of the things that uh, we've been covering over these past few weeks, and that is the, the Power Of series, and we've covered the power of surrender, faith, uh, pardon me, surrender, gratitude, permission, intention, and another one that escapes me, uh, forgiveness. Ah, see, that's why it for- escaped me for a moment. The, the power of forgiveness. And the two that will be coming up in uh, future episodes of the show will be the power of faith, the power of now, and the power of enthusiasm. And when you assemble all of those together, they, in essence, bring us to the ascension place, which is the power of love. And that is the intent and the purpose of the entire Power Of series. So I wanted to go over that with you because an interesting thing has been happening since last week's show. And, and I quickly want to say thank you to the, uh, to the callers last week, Yvonne, Maria, Elena, and Sandy. Um, A, for calling in. It was an amazing discussion. And, and I had the privilege of following up with these four women. And that leads me back into, the, uh, I had additional readings that I've done this past week uh, since the last show and discussions with friends and other people and and a theme that keeps recurring that I keep seeing and I want to make all of my listeners aware of it is that in in my first show I talked about the fact that the year 2014 that this year was a seven year and that it's the year in Chinese astrology it's the year of the wood horse and and the point of this year is that it will continue to bring us that which we are meant to transcend we that we don't like we're going to keep being faced with these elements and the interesting thing about this is that in all of these discussions that i've had in the past week there's been a very common theme a reoccurring theme and that was the point that each one of these individuals even though their their uh, issues were distinctly different Um, their commonality was their decision to surrender. It was their decision of which way are you going to go? Which way are you choosing to go in life? And what I found to be very different this year and this, this, even in this past week is that the universe is really saying to all of us, we make decisions every day. We make them daily, we, you know, it happens routinely. It's it's like we're on autopilot. And that's the point, is the universe is saying, no more autopilot. You must now be very conscious of your decisions. And we're going to present those things which you're meant to transcend so that you have the requirement to choose consciously. So if a past love comes into your life and it was not good for you and and it was combative and all of these different things and that person resurfaces. They're resurfacing so that you will see, do I consciously choose to experience this or re-experience this? If if it's the the parental issue or the child issue or the boss issue, they're going to keep coming up and coming up and coming up because you're meant to stand there or stand back is a better way to put it and look and say, Hmm, what am I consciously choosing 
am I going to consciously choose to love myself more? Am I willing to do that? Am I willing to surrender my old ways and my old beliefs and my old autopilot in order to consciously choose to transcend that previous experience or that previous hurt or that previous issue that doesn't serve me anymore? Am I going to choose to willfully move myself forward? And that was the common thread through each one of these um, interactions that I've had in this, just in this past week alone. Um, and so it was very eye-opening, and I wanted to share that with all of you at the top of the hour because I just felt it was really important for us to have the awareness that the universe is making us choose. And, and they're making us choose in a way that has never, I don't feel personally, has ever been done before. I feel like we were allowed to make these choices and you know, you got it right, you got it wrong, you, you learned this lesson, that lesson, and, you know, life was somewhat on autopilot in a way. And this year is really bringing about a, uh, you know, kind of a universal stand. It's like, no, now you must come off autopilot. Now you must open your eyes. You must open your awareness. You must open your heart. You must choose consciously and willfully. And if you choose to continue, they want you to be consciously mindful that that's what you chose. They want you to know you're choosing to stay on autopilot. You're choosing to stay confined and restricted. You're choosing that path and those lessons. And they're also making sure that you understand and you see and you feel, more importantly, you feel that there is another path and it has much greater, expansive, lighter um, options and opportunities. But we must surrender in order to, we must face our fears. We have to surrender in order to get there. So that's a very interesting thing that's been happening, and I wanted to share that with you. And another thing, and I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily care for this topic, but I want to share it with you, is that I don't know if you're aware in, in your spheres or not, but um, disease, disease, um, particularly the interesting, um, the disease of cancer, it keeps showing up, it keeps popping up in the news, it keeps popping up in people's conversations, it keeps repetitively coming about. And for me, I look at any type of disease as a dis-ease. And this again ties into, are we being mindful of our choices, of our thoughts, of our actions, of our awareness. And thereby, when we, when we don't do that, these things stay inside of us. They fester inside of us. They create dis-ease. And so, again, it's, I, I feel like it's my responsibility to share with you that when things keep popping up over and over and over again, there's a message and for me, the message that I'm, that I'm delivering to you today is that we need to be mindful of what's festering inside of us, and we need to be conscious of the fact that it's in there, and we need to be conscious of the fact that we have a choice to release it, that we have a choice to surrender and release it, and thereby you transcend it. Um, those are kind of my opening topics of today. Um, we're going to move into the main topic for today, which is the mirror. And the mirror is a very interesting element in our life. Um, the mirror, as we will relate this, and I will tell you this um, analogy or these analogies, is that every person, every experience, every place, everything is a mirror. It's there to reflect our light. And the true purpose of a mirror is it is an object that reflects light. And we as humans are beings of light. And so the interesting thing is that each person that comes into our life is a mirror. Each place we go to is a mirror. 
You go to a concert, you go to a home, you go to a venue, you go to uh, an organization. Each one of them is mirroring back to us so that we have an ability to see ourselves better. And the mirror is going to be a very interesting topic. It is a very multi-layered topic. And so I'm going to take it a little bit slowly. And by all means, as we go through the, uh, the show today, I want you to call in and talk to me about what you feel might be mirroring back to you. What are these experiences that you feel is it a person? Is it a place? Is it a, is it a job? Is it a boss? Is it a partner, a lover, a husband, a wife? What is it that might be mirroring back to you? And the number to call in for the studio is 877-230-3062. So you call in and Barb will uh, put you on hold and, and find out what you're calling in about. But, and we'll discuss how the mirror or these mirrors in your life are affecting you. And... Once you realize that the mirror exists, that these people in your life or these places in your life or these thoughts in your life are mirrors, you'll not be able to, to deny their existence any longer. You'll, re you'll come to understand that, ah, they're mirroring back to me for a reason. And I'm going to go over right now. I want to go over with you because it's just really, really... Uh, amazing when you look at the history of mirrors and and then we'll equate it to people and, and experiences in your life. Um, the archaic term for a mirror is called a looking glass. So it wasn't called a mirror before. It was called a looking glass. And when you realize that that was the term they had for it, that you were a looking glass, you're, you're looking through, you're looking into something. And that was an expression used because mirrors are and were commonly used as a way or a means for us to see ourselves. And we often stop at the, at the topical part of, yes, you use it to see yourself. But the mirror is, plays a much, much more significant role in our lives. The mirror is there to see ourselves. Not topically, but internally. And so it's very interesting that the mirrors, the original mirror, was water. It reflected our image. It came along that it began as we started evolving, if you will, as humanity started evolving, it became, it moved from water to polished stones like obsidian which was a volcanic glass and very interesting. It's a natural element that they used at that point. These are all natural elements that are used for a mirror. So this volcanic glass, and then it came along that it was uh, polished copper. That was in the Mesopotamia Potamia, excuse me, era. And then literally from 6000 BC on, mirrors have been there as a way for us to see ourselves. They, interestingly enough, as well, and this one I thought, it struck me very interestingly, that we use mirrors as a way to see where we're going in life. I.e., think about that you're in your car and you're driving. You use side mirrors, you use rear view mirror, and you use what I'll call roadway or alley mirrors. All of them are used so that you can see where you're going. And there are also those three spe uh, specifically are used so as to avoid accidents or injury or harm to oneself or to others. We take these mirrors for granted. We are on autopilot. We don't see them. We just take them for granted. And when you equate the fact or realize that these, the side mirror and the rear view mirror and the alley mirror or the roadway mirror, as we're calling it, are all sitting there or, that are all placed before us to help us avoid accidents or injury or harm to ourselves, you come to realize that the people or the place or the experience are placed before us 
not to become, and this is why I said, you know, the, the title really may have been The Mirror and the Cloak, because many times when a person is confronting us, they're giving us anger and hate and all of these things, we take on, we wear that lesson. We don't reflect it back. We don't transcend it. And that's how the mirror is meant to assist us. We're not meant to become the mirror. We're meant to transcend the mirror. We're meant to avoid the harm, avoid and thereby, because you've learned the lesson of the mirror, you've learned its value and its purpose, you've avoided harming yourself or others. You've avoided the injury. Another interesting thing is that when you're out camping, you take a mirror because a mirror will reflect, of course, light. And if you need to do or perform SOS or, you know, your location... By reflecting the mirror and its light, you're able to pinpoint your location. You're able to receive assistance. Again, it's something that we take for granted. Oh, you use this mirror and you do it in this way and that's... But what's its purpose? Its purpose is to help us, to assist us, to save us in ways, which is very interesting. Um, mirrors are also, they can make things look and feel larger than they appear, or closer than they appear. And this is very interesting when you're talking about the fact that, relate that to an experience. When somebody's coming at us and there's all of this hostility or hurt or aggression or things like that, it appears far larger and greater and closer than it really is. But if you... It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. If you pull back the curtain and you look behind, you see that, ah, it's really not what it appears to be. There's a different lesson hidden there. There's something else I'm supposed to learn. So I'm going to continue on after the break. I want to take a quick break. And we've been talking about the mirror and how every experience is an opportunity to learn, evolve, and transcend we're going to be taking your calls live at 877-230-3062. And we'll be back with Dear James live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network after the break. to be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you and in a multitude of ways, they seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation.
everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today's show is all about the mirror. And the interesting thing about the mirror is that there are actually many types of mirrors, but um, predominantly there are in our world as you uh, as we know it, there is what's called a flat mirror, which is the typical mirror that we all look into and utilize in our everyday lives. And then there's what's called the true mirror. And this is truly an actual true mirror. Um, and this true mirror takes two flat mirrors and puts them at a 90-degree angle. And by doing that, when you look into the center or the crease, that true mirror reflects your true image. Meaning, when you look into a flat mirror, it images back to you in reverse. It distorts your image and it reflects back to you in a reverse way. But a true mirror shows your image the way other people see you, i.e. the way they're looking at you. And very interesting that they did different studies with the true mirror. And they found that when people looked into a true mirror, either people didn't want to look into the true mirror, they didn't want to see themselves the way other people saw them, or they found that they were drastically altered by the experience. Um, and interestingly enough that when you look into a true, a true mirror, they found that people ended up having greater confidence and self-confidence and value. They started seeing themselves the way the world saw them. And for me, the point about that was that the true mirror is like the mirror of, of God, of the universe. It's our purity. We are all pure souls. We are all pure energy, pure light. And when you look into a true mirror, you see your truest self, your purest self. And when you look into a flat mirror, it's naturally distorted. It's naturally reversed. And so we don't see our true selves. We don't see our own inner beauty and light. We see that which is manufactured, if you will. And so when you look at these understandings of how mirrors, and I know I've been talking a lot about the actual physical mirror, because I'm, I'm giving you a very strong analogy and comparison so that you understand every person, every experience in your life is a mirror. They are mirroring back to you so that you can see yourself better. When someone is being abusive and hostile, you're not meant to become the abuser. You're not meant to take on or wear that cloak of the mirror they're showing you, of that distorted reality. You're meant to see through that flat mirror or into the true mirror to see that what that person's really showing you, if you really see them, they're showing you their lack, their their inability to love themselves properly. They're having an, an incredibly difficult time demonstrating their purity. And so you're not meant to take on their lack. You're meant to transcend their lack and see, ah, the lesson they're really showing me is to love myself more, is to see my purity, to see my worth. That's, that's the great power of the mirror. Um, I want to go to my first caller, and it's Marie from San Diego. Hello, Marie. How are you? Hi. Good morning, James. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good. What's happening? What's happening with um, the mirror? Well, I was, you know, I listened to your series, and... My daughter's actually listening and having some issues with bullying at school and the way that people treat her. And I thought maybe you could, in a child's way, um, explain to her how this pertains to her and how she could get through.
through the negative um, situations that she's going through. Because I can tell her that she's a strong, beautiful, smart, sweet girl. All I want, but I'm her mom. Right. Right. So well, I want her to understand it. Understood. Okay. Well, one of the first things that I want to say to your daughter um, and to you is that um, I'm going to speak to you as as an adult, as a as a a grown up, because even though you might be a child, the lesson that you are learning early in life is one that it will stay with you for all of your life. Mm-hmm. And bullying um, is a very um, difficult mirror in life. Um, I was bullied relentlessly when I was younger. And, As um, was I, yeah. Right. And, and, and so I, I understand bullying, and I understand it now from a different place. Um, during the time that it's happening, all you are thinking about is how to survive, number one, and how to, um, and, and you're focused on the harm that's being caused to you, what, what you believe to be this harm, because it, it's relentless and it doesn't stop and people are being cruel and hurtful and they hurt your mm-hmm. feelings and, and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to be bullied. Um, mm-hmm. But what I would say to your daughter is each time that bully comes at you, realize their weakness. They are not stronger than you. They're weaker than you. Because if you look past their aggression or their meanness or their their cruelty, and I understand that that's what you're seeing when it happens, but what you can see inside, what you can know inside of you is that they're showing you their lack. They're showing you their sadness in life. They're showing you their frustration. And it's never okay to bully another another person. And you never want to become the bully. You never want to believe or, or take on that the way to be strong in life is to be a bully. What they're showing you and what they're showing your daughter, and I'm speaking to her at this, what they're showing Mm -hmm. you is how weak they are. They're showing you the exact opposite of what you, of what they are putting towards you. What they're, when they're yelling at you or they're calling you names or they're pushing you or they're making fun of you, Mm -hmm. laughing at you, making fun of you. That's, they're showing you their insecurities. They're showing you their lack of love. And once you, once you realize that, once you see that that's what they're showing you, then you've changed inside because you're no longer fearful of what's happening because you understand it now. You understand, ah, you're unhappy with yourself you're unhappy maybe at home or you're you're just having a difficult time being a good person so the more then that you don't take on their fear or their hate or their anger or their lack the more that you can see that that's really what they're doing you'll change inside it doesn't mean that the bullying will stop. But the way it affects you, because you have that power, you have that control. So you are able to change your beliefs of that bully. Because you never you, you no longer take on that, that coat, that cloak. Mm-hmm. You see it differently. And maybe you have the ability to say to this person or persons, I wish, I wish for you happiness. I wish you were happy. 
right. maybe we can talk about happiness. And it doesn't always work because you're now going to catch this person or these, these kids off guard. They're not going to know how to understand that because they don't know how to deal with their lack. But for your daughter, what she should take away from this, don't become them. Don't fear them. Don't let them hurt your feelings. Change inside how you see them. Change inside the fact that you see this mirror for what it is. It's a gift so that when people like that later in life come into your life, you'll see their lack. You'll see their unhappiness and you'll understand it for what it is as opposed to something that you're meant to wear. You're not meant to, you're not meant to feel bad about yourself. You're not meant to feel scared. You're not meant to go through life thinking that you're not good enough or all of these things that you're probably thinking because these kids are treating you that way. Take all of those things, all of those thoughts and feelings and throw them in the trash. And don't ever, ever, ever let them make you feel like that again because you have that power and that control. You and you alone have control of how you feel. And I know it's tough because you're younger, but there's a But it still happens in, in being an adult if Absolute. you don't get through this exactly. at a young age. It, exactly, because the lesson is exactly that, Marie. The lesson is I learned, I learned that lesson, and, and that's why I'm, sh- I'm saying this with your daughter. I learned that lesson. It took me longer to learn that lesson, and I understood it later in life. After mm-hmm. school, out of af- after high school and everything, I learned, ah, I wasn't meant to be afraid of these people. I wasn't meant to take on their, um, their value or valuation of me or my thoughts, because really all they did was played a role in developing my thoughts, perhaps, of myself. And I then had to learn to undo that, to not take on that or live that mirror of my of their version of me right and so it's very empowering once you learn it then it stays with you for life and you never let anyone ever define you and that's the bigger lesson for your daughter right now is you know all kids can be cruel and and we say that but it's not an excuse each time that happens see the other person's lack see the other have perhaps empathy for the other person but do not take on their identity of you. You're meant to transcend that identity. You're meant to love yourself more because they're showing you that you can. They're giving you a choice. Do you want to be what I tell you you are? Or do you want to be this strong, courageous, loving, good person and, be, and choose to be that in life? Exactly. And that's, that's a far greater far greater lesson is that i hope that's helpful yeah um well yeah it's hard being a parent and trying to tell your daughter because i'm her mom of course i'm supposed to say nice things but hearing it from somebody else is hopefully going to make a huge um you know dent in how she's feeling today um because I can tell her every day how beautiful, how smart, how sweet, how kind she is. And there's that one person that just, you know, does or says something that obviously hurts feelings. And knowing that those people are not then, you know, true friends or, yes, it's always easier to talk, you know, about somebody else. But look at they're spending their time talking about you. Exactly. And, and again, there's all these, anytime someone's bullying, anytime, anytime someone's trying to put you down or identify you, label you, they're doing it because they don't feel good about themselves. They are experiencing lack, unhappiness, envy, jealousy, whatever it is, it's all negative things that they are feeling and their way of feeling better about themselves is to heap all of that on another person, to bully them, to push them down, to make them feel or to bring them to their level, to their level of lack. 
what it looks like is that this person is stronger and more popular and better and all these things. But that's not the case. It's exactly the opposite. It's they're the flat mirror, not the true mirror. Mm -hmm. The true mirror is showing your daughter. You know, the flat mirror is all the lack. And the true mirror is for her to see, ah, you're actually really weak or sad or unhappy. You're not strong. You're weak. And you do this because you want yourself to feel better, but you want it at other people's expense. Mm -hmm. And once your daughter realizes that, and once she starts realizing, ah, that's what's really happening here. And so what you're teaching me, the, the mirror, the lesson that you're teaching me as being this mirror, this bully, is for me to love myself more, for, my, for me to realize that I don't need to put other people down to feel better about myself. I don't need to hurt other people to love myself. They're, these are brilliant lessons. They come in very challenging ways and, and hurtful ways. I understand that. However, oh. once she starts realizing they're not what they appear to be and they're there to show me to have greater love and, and empathy for myself and for others and to feel good and to treat people in a way that's loving and kind and good because by doing that, I'm giving that gift to myself. She'll transcend and, and the power will evaporate. The power that she currently gives this person will evaporate mm -hmm. because only it's, it's her belief that this person has power that allows it to be so. The minute she says, you don't have any power, you actually, you're, you're actually uh, a fraud. You're not what you, you're not, you're not what you purport to be. Once she understands that and she really gets that, then poof, they're gone. Their power's gone. Their, what they do won't matter to her because, well, they're powerless. They're, they're, they're not who they, they're a fraud. They're a flat mirror. Great. They're not a true mirror. So I know it's hard. I know being a parent, it, it, hurt, it hurts my heart to hear this for you. And, uh, but I know mm -hmm. that together, together, you both hearing this and understanding, just work on removing the power, her, her perception of removing their power. Okay. It's another way to tell her, you know, you're beautiful. Just realize they're not what they appear to be and, and explain that and, and work on her with that. And I think over the course of time, she'll come to understand that and then she'll realize it and it will certainly serve her well later in life. Perfect. Thank you so much for your call today, Marie. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. I hug you and your daughter. Have a have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, so we're talking about the mirror, and uh, we're going to go take a quick station break. Um, you're listening to Dear James live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back. Ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they communicate to you the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. Ask Dear James a question and experience the magic of the universe. Visit DearJames.com and click Ask. Inspiration, love, acceptance. Who in this great universe inspires you? Whose love do you cherish? Who accepts you just for you? When was the last time you were inspired? When was the last time you told someone they're loved? When was the last time you accepted someone just as they are? Our words matter. Our deeds matter. Our lives matter. Inspiration, love, acceptance. Be the change you want to see in the world. 
www.dearjames.com and click on Inspiration. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Everyone and welcome back to Dear James Live on the radio here on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Today's show is about the mirror. And before the break, we were speaking with Marie with, about her daughter um, and bullying. And I, I just want to say to you, it does get better. Kids do bully, and it's an epidemic um, in this country, certainly, and, and worldwide, I'm sure. Um, and the, the interesting thing about bullying as a mirror is that it does teach us one of two things. We either cloak ourselves in the identity that these bullies um, put on us, this cloak. We, we end up taking on that mirror and we wear it. And we then say we're not good enough and we're not, we, we, you know, we are angry and, or we become what they've told us. We become the aggressor or we realize this is what they were doing. This is what they were really showing us. So my true mirror, my true soul, my true mirror says to me, they were experiencing lack. They're unhappy. I'm not unhappy. They're unhappy. And I have a choice as to whether I continue to be unhappy or I continue to be victimized or if I say no. And for me personally... It was a very conscious choice to not be further victimized or to not victimize myself by wearing that identity or that cloak. And I chose to love myself and I chose to say, you know what, I'm a good person and I contribute to society and these are all great things. And that's my true mirror. That's who I am. And I wouldn't be the person I am today as as difficult and as challenging as growing up with and learning, having that mirror presented to me many, 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 many times. Um, I'm able to look back at it now as an adult and realize what a gift it was because I chose to no longer victimize myself or to wear their identities or their labels of me. I chose to transcend that. And I that is empowerment. That is so empowering. Um, and that's really what this whole episode and show is about is empowerment. You're not meant to take on the the identity of the mirror that is being placed in front of you. You're meant to see through that mirror and discern the real lessons of it and then release it, transcend it. And thereby you don't continue to victimize yourself you choose a different path. You choose a different truth. And that truth is your true mirror, your true self. Um, very interesting uh, about the actual layers of a mirror. And this, um, I was speaking with my dear friend, uh, Pamela Vallette, who was on a show a couple weeks ago on Gratitude 2.0 with me. And Pamela is a very gifted um, spiritual light and energy healer and um, she has extraordinary gifts and um, I was speaking with her and I, I want to give you um, her email address because if there is anybody out there that's in need of, of healing um, and whether that's energy healing, physical healing, that type of thing, um, Pamela is 
a, a gifted practitioner, um, and her email address is a bridge of light at yahoo.com. So again, a bridge of light all ran together at yahoo.com. Um, but Pamela and I were speaking yesterday and about the show that was coming up today. And, and she said to me, you know, it's interesting when you look at the layers of a mirror and what they're made up of. And so we were discussing this and the top layer is glass. It's what reflects the image. And we both looked at this and said, isn't it, you know, that the glass is like our highest, our truest self, our true identity, our soul. It is that piece that we are meant, you know, it's, it's God, the universe, it's our purest energy and light being reflected back to us. And it, and that ties in so appropriately to the composition of a true mirror. A true mirror reflects your true image as people see you, not the flat mirror that's being reversed or distorted back to you. The middle layer of a mirror, <coughs> current day mirror, pardon me, is a durable metal. And that durable metal is there. And I look at this and say that it's the soul. It's the authentic soul because it's what gives strength to that top layer of glass. It's the piece that holds it all together. And when we really listen to our inner soul, to our guides, to our inner voice, that is that durable metal. It never leaves us. It's always holding us together and doing right by us. And it's, it's that foundation upon which we stand, upon which we exist. And the final layer is this dark protective layer. And for me, that dark protective layer is the ego. It's the piece that protects the glass and this durable metal and the ego and it can also it can also be that part when we look at this that dark protective layer it can be the ego and it can be that hidden that the pieces of us that we don't necessarily ever want other people to see and there's a lesson in the fact that all three of these components must be present in order for a mirror to reflect light they they have to be there for the most part. They have to be there in order for the reflection to exist and the reflecting of light to exist. And so when we apply that to ourselves, you realize that that reflective glass is our, is our highest selves, our truest identity, our link to God and source, pure energy. This durable metal is our soul. It's our, our authentic self, our authentic truth. And that dark protective layer is the ego mind and the ego. And when all of those things are in balance and in unison, you have something that reflects true brilliance and true light, true energy, purity. It's pure. And if any one of those things are out of balance or they're missing, then we see something distorted or we or we suffer we uh, we have disease i.e. disease and so kind of tying everything back together mirrors are there in our life whether it's the physical mirror we use each morning or the one you put your makeup on with or the one that you're using to drive in your car or to look around roadways and and so forth all of those mirrors, don't take them for granted anymore. When you get into your car today and you drive somewhere and you look in your mirror, whether it's the rear view mirror, the side mirror, think of that mirror differently. Realize that that mirror was placed there so that you would not harm yourself or others. And realize that the mirror, the people or the places that, are, that we experience in life are placed in front of us so that we will learn not to harm ourselves or others. We are not meant to become the lesson of the mirror. We're meant to transcend the lesson so as to be the purity or our highest self. 
that is the point of the mirror. And if we start seeing mirrors, when we see a mirror in our home or in the car, or when we start thinking and we tie that mirror back to what are the lessons I'm learning in life? What are the people? What are the places? You know, places have energy. I want, you know, I want to, it's not just people. When we walk into a home or we walk into a store or a shop or, you know, a theater or an event or something, they all have energy and they reflect it back to us. And, you know, there's, it's why we'll go, Ooh, that place felt really weird or that felt strange. It's a mirror. It's a mirror so that you can feel that your soul feels that and says, Hmm, I don't like this. The feeling of this place don't, it doesn't feel good. I shouldn't be in this place or this group or this group of friends or they're a mirror. That place is a mirror. Everything mirroring back to us. Um, for me, to accept the true mirror, to see our truest selves, to transcend each one of those opportunities, is to, is to accept your true image in God's likeness. And I speak of that in a sense of spirituality, not from a place of religion. I say that everyone was made in God's likeness and everything was made in God's likeness. And in that, we are all pure light, pure love, pure energy. And that's what we're meant to reflect into the world. That's what we're meant to reflect upon others. And by doing that, it ends up being reflected back to ourselves because light can bounce off of two mirrors. That's what we're, that's what the goal is. That's what the overall achievement would be. Um, with practice, it's only a matter of time before you come to understand the mirror's existence in your life. You have to recognize that the mirrors exist and then its purpose and its ability to transform your life and your being. Mirrors will transform you. You decide what lessons you learn from them, what lessons you take with them, and what lessons you transcend and leave behind. That's the beauty of the mirror. That has been this episode, and I'm, uh, I thank you. I, I thank my caller, Marie, and her daughter, um, because that was a brilliant, brilliant example of mirrors bullying as a mirror and how we transcend it and how we deal with it in life and uh and with that uh we will be covering um next week we're going to be covering either um a victim or participant which is a, a heavy topic or i'm going to do express yourself 2.0 and uh take live callers and talk about what you want to talk about so we'll see what's going to happen there but in the meantime, I thank you all for listening today and for participating in the experience of the mirror. And I leave you with this empowering thought. No matter where you are, no matter whom you're with, no matter what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. Thank you all. Sheila and Hans are up at the top of the hour. Stay tuned. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James, gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.